Tosca time, baby! What is up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome back to another episode of the What the Fanboy podcast. I'm Luke Zilke, and I'm here with the one, the only, the second third of the podcast, Christopher Acker. Man, that, that took a while to get to my name. I almost jumped in there a few times. Yeah, I know. I was trying to mess yeah. with you. <laughs> and of course, we are joined by the one and only Tyler Davis. Hi, guys. Mm. What's up? Guys, I'm pumped to do this again, <clears throat> even though I don't sound like it. I'm tired. I'm tired of being tired on this podcast, guys. It's like every week. <laughs> every week. It's like the first thing you say every week. I'm tired. Like, <laughs> Hey, guys, let's record. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm feeling it. I'm tired. Push it back to Let's Saturdays. do it. I don't work Saturday mornings anymore. That's true. I could do it. I could do it. Okay. And then we could release them earlier to people in the week. Because yeah. I'd have the weekend to edit. Hard tea. I think you're on to something. I'm, I'm down for whenever. Honestly. I could go play basketball, so <laughs> I wouldn't mind it. I won't. I've lost my basketball ability when I... Decided not to grow and quit playing. So did Blake Griffin when he got traded to the Pistons <laughs> an hour ago. <laughs> Once I get back in shape, we will play some basketball again. Okay. I'm working on it. I'll be there. I won't. I, just, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think I can run the length of the court more than like three times. Without Perfect it. about the church. It's not a full length court. Awesome. Even Means you can better. do it six times. <laughs> yeah. Maybe seven on a good day. But probably six or six and a half. I say, if we're, if we're just playing half court, I'll just hang out under the basket the whole time. There's some big guys there that are tall. I don't go down there with the trees. I'm scared yeah. to get hurt. So I like climbing trees. You know, I think uh, Steve Zamboni and I are going to start going on runs to get back in shape. Steve Zamboni. My dude. Anyway, um, guys... I think we need to change our podcast because apparently we're a matchmaking podcast because two of our guests are going to get married. Oh. oh, yeah. That's awesome. It's it's not my sister, is it? No, it's okay. not. <laughs> uh, shout out to my brother, Logan, and his now fiance, Carly. Your future sister-in-law. Ooh. Yep, I'm going to get a sister. I'm super pumped. I didn't think about it till like, a month or so ago, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have a sister. That's, that's crazy. I n- never really thought of that. And I'm, So we got Carly's Spider-Man episode and Logan's Stranger Things episode. And we made a match in heaven, even though they started dating before. long before we're gonna take we credit. started this. <laughs> Absolutely, we're taking full yeah. credit. We're also going to have a live podcast at their wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board for that, actually. <laughs> it might be a little more difficult for me, I think. No, we'll just throw a mic your way. I'll just like... We'll just put... We're going to lapel mic for you. And we'll just... <laughs> I'll just talk down into my jacket and just talk later. During, during the ceremony. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll be... We'll just be sitting in the in the pews 
talking and eating popcorn yeah. during their vowels i'll just like put a boom mic right underneath their feet and maybe i can pick up their vowels yeah it'll be beautiful i'll just turn the gain way up so you can like hear the wood cracking it'll be great <laughs> great yeah I'm, I'm on board let's do it <laughs> it'd be fun anyway uh what have you guys been up to this this past week let's get sweaty I played a little bit more of Zelda Breath of the Wild to give the DLC a little more of a shot. And I think it's because I'm playing it on the master mode or hard mode or whatever it's called. But man, that new DLC is really, really difficult. <laughs> I also re-downloaded Warframe to give that a shot. I think I've talked about that before on the podcast a little bit. It's very similar to Destiny, but it's free and a lot of fun especially for a free game i highly recommend it it's on xbox one ps4 and pc so whatever you've got i would suggest giving that game give that game a try it's pretty complicated though it is it's probably warn people it is it is deep the like the upgrade system and the leveling system is pretty deep but the combat once you understand the combat it's super fluid and super fast and super fun um again it's similar to destiny in a lot of ways but in my opinion it's deeper than destiny which is really cool because it's a free game and they've recently done a lot of updates to make it even better they've added some open world elements and things like that so i also those are just the games i played i you watched a movie didn't you i did i heard it was your favorite movie of the year watched (laughs) Well, it might be the favorite movie, my favorite movie that I've seen in 2018, because the other movie I saw in 2018 sucked. <laughs> That's not saying much then. Yeah. <laughs> so, between <laughs> downsizing and the movie I saw this weekend, which was The Shape of Water, The Shape of Water was better than downsizing. Oh, I was I forgot about that movie. I thought you were talking about The Room. Oh, no. The Room is the best movie I've seen all year. <laughs> like, easily. I totally forgot you saw Downsizing. Sorry, Nina. We'll yeah. continue. No, the room, the room is the best movie I've seen all year. That was phenomenal. Uh, Shape of Water. So far, it's my least favorite um, Best Picture nomination that I've seen. It's, it's nominated for the Best Picture Oscar. And it's I've only seen two other movies that are nominated for Best Picture, but I liked both of them significantly more than The Shape of Water. I'd say that it was... Um, too much sci-fi or not enough sci-fi in the shape of water hmm. yeah I, i'm gonna watch it i think yeah i'm gonna watch it too but i really haven't been looking forward to it but i mean we'll see and i will say that the actress is nominated for best actress and that is well deserved like that is definitely well deserved. I don't think that overall it should be nominated for best picture, or I definitely don't think it should win best picture. But we'll get more into that later. Yeah, we'll we'll be talking about that quite a bit. <laughs> is that everything you did, Chris? <laughs> you look so puzzled. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he thinks if he did anything else, Tyler, what'd you do? <clears throat> There's uh, throat clear number one for me. Um, 
I watched three movies this weekend. Dang, son. I watched Interstellar, Dunkirk, which I watched back-to-back with you. Yeah, that was fun. Um, and then I went and saw <laughs> The Greatest Showman last night. Mm. Interstellar was my favorite of the three. I can't decide between the other two, unfortunately. Um, but I really liked all three of them. Mm-hmm. I think I, I wish I had seen The Greatest Showman sooner before everybody talked to me about it. Because I think my expectations would have been a little bit different, and I think I would have liked it more. Um, but it was really good. I mean, it wasn't bad. I'm not hating on the movie. I just think it's a little bit cracked up. Yeah. That was a killer soundtrack. <clears throat> Great soundtrack. Number two, by the way. There you go. It's going to happen the whole episode. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, soundtrack was great. Um, performances, I think, by all were great. I don't have any complaints about that. Um, it's quick. It's fun. It's a, a feel-good movie. So I enjoyed that. Um, Dunkirk, nominated for Best Picture for a good reason. Do I think it'll win? Absolutely not, but it was good. Um, Interstellar was stellar. <laughs> yeah, baby. Interstellar was, I think, head and shoulders above both of those movies. By a pretty big margin for me. <laughs> um, I also played some Warframe, not with Chris. Just kind of happened to be the same weekend. <laughs> yeah, we both happened to download it, and then we didn't tell each other that we had it until last night. <laughs> so that was kind of funny. Um, other than that, I just played some Bioshock, played some Call of Duty. They had a new event going on that was a lot of fun. Got some new guns that not a lot of people have, I guess. Um, but other than that, just chilling man mm-hmm. going through the house buying process Ugh, i don't want to do that what about you um i played some more battlefront 2 and i'm starting to figure out how to kind of manipulate the battle point system so i can start getting more points and unlock heroes so that's fun i've been playing as heroes more so i've been enjoying it more it's exciting it's, i like playing as luke skywalker it's fun man I feel like anybody should feel is that just because you have the same name as him? No, but yes. <laughs> but, I mean, I said in my Star Wars episode, he's my favorite cinematic character ever. For good reason. And he's an awesome, powerful Jedi. And um, I also, I borrowed a movie from Tyler. It's a 2017 movie. Uh, it's nominated for awards. Um, just not the good ones. Uh, I watched Baywatch. It's, I don't know because it's fresh in my mind, but it might be the worst movie of the year. I just, I haven't seen Transformers since July. It was, it was supposed to be funny and it's not. I know Tyler, you enjoyed it. So subjective opinions. This is my opinion. Um, I remember laughing once but I can't remember what it was for. So I'm just going to say I didn't laugh. Because if it was funny, I would remember it. Um, I think they took this in a really bad direction by making all the characters useless. And yeah, I know, it's based on a really dumb TV show (laughs) that has no meaning at all for characterization or good storytelling. But you know what? Neither did 21 Jump Street. And both of those movies are amazing. They 
uh, Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum in high school, and they said, you know what? What's funny about high school? And that movie, both the, and college, and those movies were freaking hilarious. This one, they're like, all right, here's a lifeguarding movie. Let's take no situation about being a lifeguard that could possibly f- be funny on the ocean where lots of people are. I was a lifeguard for seven years, so I've seen things. I've seen things, people, that you don't want to see and they didn't do any of that stuff and it it was just i feel like it was a horrible missed opportunity there should have been sharks yeah (laughs) there should have been a a funny joke like they took every (laughs) at every opportunity when they're like all right here's maybe some improvisation that you can have or maybe tell this joke they went for a dong joke every time you know what those can be funny but they get really old really quick when it's the only joke you make it's really frustrating to watch um did i do anything else did you do anything else chris you were thinking over there really hard looks like you're still thinking really hard um i started uh tomb raider underworld because it was the free Xbox game. Oh, the game with gold. Yeah, I was in games with gold, and I just I couldn't keep playing it. Like I got through like the opening level, and just there are so many other games that would be that would do anything that that game might do well significantly better. Isn't like, that the overhead game? No, that's um, Lorecraft and the something. I don't remember, but no, it's not that. Oh, okay. Temple of Osiris. Temple of the Sun or something like yeah. that, I think. That reminds um, me, Tyler. Yeah, maybe Temple of Osiris. Uh, you still have my Rise of the Tomb Raider game, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. You should play that. It's really good. It's sitting on my game stand. Yeah, so there's <laughs> games like Rise of the Tomb Raider, or now that Luke has a PlayStation, there's all the Uncharted games that are going to do similar stuff as Tomb Raider Underworld better and on newer, better-looking games. There's also, like, two new Tomb Raider games yeah. that are much better yeah that are great yeah so i played the first level and then uninstalled it <laughs> wow <laughs> harsh i also played a little bit of fable 2 that is that a great is, game in my opinion that's the best fable game i love fable 2 and i will say it hasn't necessarily aged well but it's still great i've never played a fable game Sorry, Wait, guys. is it backwards compatible? Yeah. <laughs> For real? Yeah. Isn't like almost everything backwards compatible now? Pretty much. I mean, they're they're working on it. Everything that's worth playing. Yeah. Their major titles, like Fable, was a Microsoft Studios game. Yeah. Uh, it was a, a Lionhead and Microsoft Studios game, and so that was an early backwards compatible one. Halo was always early backwards compatible because it was Bungie and Microsoft Studios. So anything that. Microsoft had a hand in it was going to be one of the first backwards compatible games right well if that's everything why don't we uh get down why don't we uh get down and dirty with these Oscar noms that were just released uh you're gonna say something Chris I was just gonna say that I also got a new book oh that no, I talked about it last week. How to ruin everything? Oh yeah, the Watsky book. Yeah, never mind. Talked about it last week. 
I still haven't read very much of it. You didn't get a new book this week, you I liar. Didn't. I'm sorry, guys. You want to know who did get a new book this week? Nobody, okay. I did. I bought Ender's Game. Oh. Oh, I okay. think I own a few of the sequels to that if you want to borrow them after you read it. It'll be a while. I have a lot of books to read. Okay, I will say Ender's Game is a quick read once you start reading it. So it is great. I love that book. I love the series. I love the companion series. It's real good. There's one book in the whole series that's slow and could do without, and that's, I think it's called Xenocide. But <laughs> that was re- kind of my reaction to The rest of them are great. Cool. I'm excited to read it. It'll be a bit, though. All right. Now let's, now we get down and dirty with now the Now let's get these Oscar noms rolling out since there's like 8,000 bajillion categories. But, but don't worry. We're only going to talk about 7,999 bajillion With categories. the same 11 movies. So, Well, I guess we can just talk about the ones we don't care about first. Oh, what do you guys think about short documentary? No opinion? Okay, let's move on to, uh, I don't know. What do you guys want? What right. category do you want to start what with? Frustra- what frustrates me about... <laughs> both short documentary and the short film categories as it's so hard to find and watch those. I would love to watch all of the short film nominees. Did frozen get nominated for short film? No, it's so hard to find them. And and like, in a, cause like in a legal way, cause I'm not, I'm not going to torrent them (laughs) and they just, they make it so difficult to see these movies. Yeah, like, the only ones you ever really get a chance to see are the ones that will play before a Disney animated movie. Yeah, and like I would, I would pay five bucks on Amazon to watch these movies. They just, they just make it so difficult, dude. Piper, that that little that bird, that good. the yeah. seabird one. Oh so my good. gosh, that was the best part about Finding Dory. I think it was before Finding Dory. I think so. Yeah, it sounds right. That's so good, accurate. It was better than the whole movie by far. And Finding Dory was, it was, it was good, but it wasn't great. But Piper was so. good. Before we get into the Oscar things. Gosh dang it. Another movie festival. Sundance. I watched a trailer for Nick Cage's new movie. What the heck? <laughs> Have you guys watched it yet? No. It's called Mom and Dad. Oh, yes. It's, what? Do you know what it's about? It's kind of an, another take on a zombie type movie. It's like the nastiest like dark comedy movie ever. Where all... Is it all parents? Yeah, all parents. All parents are trying to kill their kids. Yeah. Sounds cheery. It looks so ridiculous. Sorry. So it's definitely just, gonna be watching that it's one. Just like anyone who's ever had a child is just goes crazy. Yep, and they want to kill their kids. Is it like the crazies at all? Or no? No, it's just Nick Cage looking crazy trying to kill his kids. They just followed Nick Cage around, like, let's just film him doing something. Yep. Probably. If they don't tell you this is actually a documentary about Nick Cage and his children. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. I just I saw the trailer. We had talked about it this weekend. I wanted yeah. to say it. All right. Go check out that trailer. Oscar noms for real this time. Ones we don't care about first? No. I kind of like all of them. Uh what what category should we start with? Should we start with a big one? Best animated feature. Because that one ruffles my feathers a little bit. All right. I'll read. I'll read. Every- <laughs> I'll read everything that was nominated. Uh, uh, this one upsets me. Uh, Loving Vincent, The Breadwinner, Ferdinand, The Boss Baby, and Coco. I think we all know what's going to win. Yeah. But Ferdinand. Coco no. <laughs> better win. How is Boss Baby on there the year the Lego Batman came out? Because nobody saw 
Lego Batman, I'm guessing. I this oh. is the most ridiculous thing. Yeah, that's terrible. We actually had a, a tweet in from another podcast that said that too. Not Lego Batman, but they said that Boss Baby got nominated and they were kind of flabbergasted. Like it, it feels like Boss Baby was in there just to try and fill out the category. But then they just ignored something like Lego Batman that I thought was great. Yeah, yeah, it was silly, but it had it had jokes that landed with the adult audience really well and jokes that landed with the kid audience really well. And I thought that it was exactly what you would want in an animated movie. In an animated Batman movie. Let's be honest, it might be the most comic-accurate Batman movie ever made. True. <laughs> and, like, the Lego movie, normal Lego movie, was snubbed in 2015 as well. Yeah. Should have been nominated, should have won. What best, won it that year? I don't know. Oh. But uh, it should have won best animated feature film. And it wasn't even nominated. I don't like the Lego movies. I, I guess, guess. The, yeah, I guess the Academy just hates Legos. <clears throat> They've stepped on. I was gonna say they probably stepped on too many. Stepped stepped on too many Legos. Toughen up, Academy. Wear some shoes. Absolutely, that's garbage. But if Coco doesn't win, I'll be pretty upset. That was my favorite movie of 2017. So, what year was the Lego movie? I think it was 2015. Okay, I just looked up 2016. No. It was 2014. 2014. Winner of Best Animated, Frozen. Gosh dang it. (laughs) (laughs) And you see what we got from that this year? That terrible short. Stupid Olaf short. Lego. It was an episode of a show. Can you. Was it 2014? If it came out in 14, the Oscars would be the 2015 winners. Yeah, it's 2014. Frozen was good. It's a really good movie. And it was impactful to a lot of little girls. But I think that is the most overrated movie in a long time. Gosh dang it. That makes me so mad that Lego Movie was nominated. That was was the 2014 Oscar winner. So Frozen came out in 2013. So it was the 2014 winner. (sighs) Why are you doing this to me, Chris? So... (laughs) Got my emotions running. The movie that actually won the year that the Lego movie should have was Big Hero 6. I haven't seen that. Me either. It's really good. Is it better than the Lego movie? I'm I'm going to be super honest with you right now. I've only seen part of the Lego movie. (laughs) (laughs) Do Do we kill Chris now or later? But later we have to finish recording this. Big okay. Hero Six might be one of my favorite hero movies, superhero movies. It's really good. But the Lego movie, I one hundred percent just based on the parts I saw, it should have been nominated. Absolutely. Yes, it definitely should have <laughs> at least been nominated. We could all confirm that. Like. That in itself is ridiculous. Same with Lego Batman. Should have been nominated. Let's move on to a different category before I throw up everywhere in anger. Okay. Can you hand me that pin? That was a toss, not a hand. I do what I want. Okay. Like not watch the Lego movie? You sick freak. Exactly. (laughs) 
I fell All right, asleep uh, during. No, you didn't. I did. Why? But let's be real. I fall asleep during most movies. That's true. You've done well lately. Yeah. I don't usually fall asleep in the theaters, and that's where I've seen most of my movies lately. Except for I did fall asleep for like a minute both times I saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2. What category do you guys want next? There's a lot, so. Original song. All right. Best original song. Uh, I've only heard two of these, but they are Mighty River from Mudbound, Mystery of Love from Call Me By Your Name, Remember Me from Coco, Stand Up for Something from Marshall, and This Is Me from The Greatest Showman. Okay. So my favorite song from Coco is Un Poco Loco. Um, Is that the one where he's performing? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. It's a great song. But I think This Is Me has to win that category. Yeah, that's mine too. And re- Remember Me was a really, really great song. It was good, but they played it like seven times in the movie. Like they really drilled it home. Whereas like This Is Me, when that came on, I mean it's probably because it's fresh, but like that moment was so empowering in the movie. Whereas like Remember Me, it was yes, it was empowering, but we had already heard it three times before the big moment of the song. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I would vote This Is Me to win that one. Chris has only seen one. He's only seen Coco. Yep. (laughs) Okay, let's go to the next category then. I thought it was great. I think it should definitely win Best Animated. It will. If it it doesn't, that's stupid. If it doesn't, I'm not watching the Oscars ever again. I will. All right. (laughs) I'm just going to start going through these now. I'm not going to ask you and wait 10 seconds every time. All right. We're starting with the big one. Best picture. Oh. Okay. So I've only seen three of these. I've seen Dunkirk. I've seen Lady Bird. And I've seen The Shape of Water. The Shape of Water. Kind of slurred that one <laughs> together. Of those, You've Lady Bird. Get out. I have not. Oh. I thought you watched it. No. Oh. I was going to. I haven't yet. Okay. Um. Of those, Lady Bird was my favorite, but I think that Dunkirk is more deserving of Best Picture. I thought Lady Bird was amazing. I thought that it was acted incredibly well. Um, but, and it's also my type of movie, but it's also maybe more of a, more of an Oscar... Oscar bait. Oscar bait type movie, which gives it a better chance to win. But I thought that Dunkirk... Everything that Dunkirk did, Dunkirk did so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the two I've seen are Dunkirk and Get Out. Um, out of those two, I would pick Dunkirk to win. I That's the one I'm rooting for, too. This is my second favorite movie of the year. Um, however, I got I to gotta talk about something that wasn't nominated. Uh, where the heck's Blade Runner? Like, what the heck? Yeah, I, I texted you that. I think Blade Runner... And remember, I didn't like Blade Runner when we walked out of the theater. But the further I've distanced myself from seeing it and thinking of an action movie, the more I actually have grown to like Blade Runner. And I think Blade Runner is better than Dunkirk. I think Blade Runner deserves a nomination. I don't think that it should win. It was my favorite movie, so I think it should win. But See, and I'll go as far to say as I don't think Dunkirk should win. What do you think should win? I haven't seen them all, so I can't really yeah. tell you. But like of, upon watching Dunkirk two days ago, yeah. I don't think it should win. Not because it's a bad movie. I just I don't get that feel from it. And like, 
neither should get out but get out was great but and it's it's impressive for get out to get a nomination yeah just for the genre that it was like, yeah <clears throat> i was pretty shocked when get out was on best picture nominees i was like what what there there's a room for 10 nominees and there's only nine nominated what would you have put in that 10 spot blade runner it's a big sick that's what i figured you would say that i don't think that it could win but i would have liked to have seen it in there yeah but again it's another one of those that it's it's genre keeps it down a little bit being a little more of a comedy but at the same time I think that it was a similar genre to something like Ladybird. I think that Ladybird was better, even though I like I loved the Big Sick, mm-hmm. and I think that what they did with with the budget of that. Dude, the more I think about the Best Picture noms, I want Dunkirk to win. Like I don't, I don't think it will, but I want it to. It, like like I looked at him again, and I keep thinking about him, and like I don't want anything else to win, that or Get Out. That well, yeah, Dunkirk and Get Out are the least Oscar baity of the nominations, right? And that, and that's why I mean I don't get that feel from Dunkirk, but Dunkirk was really good. Mm-hmm. Dunkirk was really visceral. Like I know watching it at my place, it wasn't like being in a theater, but I can imagine seeing that in a theater and how immersive the movie would feel. It was it was amazing in IMAX, and just this is the loudest movie I've ever seen, and also the quietest, like the. The way they handled sound. There's a movie, movie that's so going to top that. <laughs> Quiet place. Quiet. Oh. Yeah. Dude, I can't wait for that movie. Sorry. All right. Last question for best picture. Which are you most excited to see the, of the ones you haven't seen? And which one are you least excited to see? Of the ones I haven't seen, because I'm the only one here who hasn't seen it. And I've heard such good things. And I don't know how I haven't seen it yet, but it's Get Out. Mm-hmm. is the one I'm most excited to see. And Three Billboards. I really want to see three billboards mm-hmm. outside of Ebbing, Missouri. What about least excited? You're just like, Oh, I do not want to watch that one, but I, I have, will. I have two of those. What two for you, Tyler? That I le- least excited to see. Sure. Call me by your name and phantom thread. Yeah. Screw that clothes movie, man. Um, most excited to see. Surprisingly, I'm really excited to see darkest hour. Mm-hmm. Um, just because Gary Oldman and he never really disappoints in my opinion. I think he's pretty solid in everything he's in. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. I think the one I'm least excited for is the post. I've, I've heard that it's like, it's a, a technically well done movie. It is acted well. It is like everything in it is done well, but it's just like, it's just, it's missing something like it had a pretty big budget for that kind of movie. $50 million. I was just missing that. So what happens special... when you have Spielberg, Tom Hanks, yeah. and, and Meryl, Meryl Streep. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm most excited to see Dark Stour because I love Dunkirk. And from what I hear, they're like hand in hand. Like you should watch Dunkirk and Dark Stour like right next to each other. So I'm pumped for that. Least excited for is uh, the close movie. Phantom Thread. Screw that movie, man. It looks so boring. Ugh. I watched the trailer for it, and I was just like, nope. (laughs) That's how I felt when I watched it. It's like, no, thank you. Ugh. All right. Next category. 
What do you think will win? I don't know. I haven't seen any of them. I wasn't, oh. wasn't going to talk about that because I haven't seen. Gotcha. I didn't know if you would just throw out an early prediction. I think Shape of Water will probably win. But. Yeah. Ugh. That that movie is getting so much buzz. Best director and best picture all over the place. Uh, uh, it should. Okay. The lead actress, 100%. Yes. Give her best actress. She did amazing. I. It should not be best picture. How did how did the CG look in that movie? It looked great, but it's because it has a pretty low budget for like doing a CG creature nowadays. It's all practical. I thought it was CG, so that's awesome. The uh, dude, the dude. It's Doug Jones in a suit. Yeah, there's. I think there's some CG. Yeah, like it's not completely. So there's always pra- CG. It's not completely it's practical. But yeah. To finish it, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he looked he looked good. It just, they could have done so much more, made it more interesting. They could have like done a little more ET route and less fish sex route. (laughs) I was going to say 50 shades of gray route, (laughs) but 50 swims of gray. And they could have like, yeah, definitely keep, keep the 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 romance in there, (laughs) keep the romance in there, keep it. Like, keep it a focal point of the plot, but it doesn't need to be the only point of the plot. Like, I just... I have a question for you. Wait, I don't know if you even saw this. What movie was better this year? Beauty and the Beast or Shape of Water? I forgot that Beauty and the Beast was this year. Beauty and the Beast was better. I love Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast was pretty good. It got an Oscar nom, didn't it? Several. Oh, a couple. (laughs) Several sounds like too many. All right, next category. Wasn't Shape of Water... The 13 nom- nominations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one like, shy of the record. Yeah. Seven more than the closest or something like that, or five more than the closest this year. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah, it's something ridiculous. It, Whatever. Yeah, I'm not... Maybe I'm, I'm just uncultured. <laughs> Maybe you're just a hater, Chris. You hate Superman, you hate Shape of Water. Oh, okay. As he drinks from a Superman glass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm crossing that one off. It's just because my Green Lantern glass got broken in college. Yeah, I decided to go to Best Picture right off the bat because uh, why wait for the good stuff? That's fine. Um, I guess we can talk about Best Actor and Actress real quick. I say Actress because I haven't seen any of the movies. And with Best Actor, I've seen one of the movies. So best actor was Timothy Chalamet, Call Me By Your Name, Daniel Day-Lewis, Phantom Thread, Daniel Kaluuya, Get Out, Gary Oldman, Darkest Hour, Denzel Washington, long title, I don't want to say. Uh, best actress was Sally Hawkins, Shape of Water, Francis McDormand, Three Billboards, Margot Robbie, Itania, Shersha, Ronan, Lady Bird, and Meryl Streep, The Post. I know he won't win, but I'm really happy for... Kaluuya. Yeah. So awesome. I'm really happy for him. I was really pumped to hear that. Yeah. And he he deserves it. He was really good. He was movie. good in Get Out. Yeah. He's he's the guy in Sicario, right? Yes. Okay. He's also going to be in Black Panther, which yeah. is awesome. He's also in Black Mirror. He's in an episode that Yeah. He's, he's he's in the, the the stationary bike episode. Yeah, that's like one of the first episodes of Black Mirror. Yeah. Yeah. That's I really awesome. like he's, that he's really good. I'm glad that he's getting more work and getting like 
leading roles and stuff. I, mm-hmm. I liked him in Get Out a lot. Yeah, I thought great. he was really good. I, as for like actresses, out of those movies, I'm pumped to see the most is I, Tanya. <laughs> I hear it got snubbed from Best Picture. Can't comment on that because I haven't seen it, but I'm a big fan of Margot Robbie and I'm pumped to see that. I got a uh, limited edition IMAX ticket for that. There's really? Only, there's only 2,000 made. They were giving them out at the Regal last night. Oh, really? <laughs> or at the Warren. That's awesome. Yeah, I got one. That's awesome. Dope. I'm sure there's still some there. There wasn't 2,000 people at the movies on a Sunday night. But. Yeah. So, so did you see it? No, I saw oh. The Greatest Showman. They were just they were sitting at the <laughs> register. <laughs> I hope Margot Robbie wins. I don't think she will, though. She she won't. Yeah. It'll go to Shape of Water. Shape of Water is going to clean up. So... Sally Hawkins was really impressive in The Shape of Water because she didn't speak. And to be able to emote that well without speaking is impressive. And so, like, if she wins it, absolutely she's deserving. That being said, I haven't seen Three Billboards yet, but I heard Frances McDormand was amazing. Obviously, all of these actresses did an amazing job if they're nominated. Um, Shersha Ronan did really well in Lady Bird. I don't see her winning just because of the type of movie Lady Bird was. I I don't um I mean she was playing an angsty teen and she did a really good job, but I don't see that being the winning role. Um and I've also just heard that the post wasn't a super compelling movie. Same. Like and I'm sure Meryl Streep did an amazing job because you know what? Meryl Streep's an amazing actress. I'm sure she did great. But I just heard that it didn't have the impact that the rest of these movies had. All right. We just knocked out two categories real quick. Where'd my pen go? What the? What the? All right. Next category. Supporting actor and supporting actress. A supporting actor was Willem Dafoe for The Florida Project, Woody Harrelson, Three Billboards, Richard Jenkins, Shape of Water, Christopher Plummer, All the Money in the World, Sam Rockwell, Three Billboards. Supporting actress, Mary J. Blige for Mudbound, Allison Janney, I, Tanya, Leslie Manville, Phantom Thread, Laurie Metcalf, Lady Bird, Octavia Spencer, Shape of Water. I heard Allison Janney is really, really good. And I've heard that too. I, I Tanya. Tanya. I've heard she's like incredible. Yeah. I heard she's pretty much a lock. Yeah. But never know. Yeah, with the with the Oscars, it's never a sure thing. Mm-hmm. Having not seen I, Tanya, I will say Lori Metcalf was amazing in Lady Bird. I Is she the that, mom? Yeah. If she if she won, I'd be like, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. That being said, haven't seen I, Tanya, haven't seen Mudbound, haven't seen Phantom Thread. I don't think Octavia, Octavia Spencer should win. Um. Did she deserve the nomination? I don't think so. She's buzzing really hard, though, yeah. right now. She's and, getting a lot of press. I mean, The Shape of Water is just getting a ton of press, and everyone's talking about it, and I don't think that it's all deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like everyone involved in The Shape of Water is getting nominations for stuff, it seems like. Not Michael Shannon. Oh, well. Poor Zod. <laughs> I personally would have really liked to seen. Um Patrick girl from Blade Runner? Oh. No. Patrick Stewart nominated for Logan. I really yeah, think that, that would have been, been cool. amazing. That would have been great. And I think he earned it, and I think he put on an awesome performance. 
and also legacy is a big part of the Oscars. Yeah. So I'm somewhat surprised he didn't get it. Instead, we got, I mean, they might be great, but two people from the same movie. From what I hear, all the money in the world, he's only nominated because he replaced Kevin Spacey. And did it in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> but I hear that movie is completely dry, kind of like The Post. Mm. From most people, but I would have liked to seen Patrick Stewart in there. Snub! Snubbed! Absolutely snubbed! I think the girl from Blade Runner got snubbed. A little bit. Not... Is it Joy? Is that her name? The actress? Yeah. Anna de Arma? Yeah, sure. The character's name is Joy. That's... Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was asking. Yeah. I've I've heard... Of, and not just me thinking she was snubbed, but I've heard a lot of people that think she was snubbed a little bit. Mm. She was pretty good in that movie. Yeah. I really liked her. She's one of my favorite characters in that movie. Next category? Okay. Cross it off. <laughs> the loudest cross off ever. All right. Best foreign film. Okay. Next category. Cross it off. I'll wait for best director since we just did a bunch of big ones. Uh, let's best production design. Beauty and the Beast, Blade Runner 2049, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Shape of Water. Anything that Blade Runner 2049 is nominated for, I want it to win. Actually, except for one category, but... Well, for production <laughs> design, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a no-brainer. Have you seen the world they created? Yeah, it's insane. Those sets in that movie were great. Yeah. I just I just love that movie, so it's hard for me not to root for it. So. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think of the three of us, I was the one least impressed with Blade Runner. And when I say least impressed, I was incredibly impressed by Blade Runner. I just <laughs> I just didn't enjoy it when I saw it. And I do need to see it again. I really think that I just wasn't in um in the mindset for a three, for a three hour, hour movie. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't in the right mind for it either. Like I wanna watch it again. I think yeah. I think me and Zach we knew exactly what we were going in for and we both got I think what we wanted and I got more. And I, I saw it I don't know about Zach. A little bit in a in a rush because I knew we were going to be talking about it on the podcast mm-hmm. and I didn't really have time to see it so I went and I saw it on a Sunday afternoon when I definitely was not in a movie watching mood I just knew that I needed to see it and we saw it in IMAX and I did not yeah oh the movie was so gorgeous in IMAX oh my gosh but you know I it definitely deserves best production I think Beauty and the Beast is actually a good choice too Actually, I think most of the. Picks, I'm not really surprised by any of these. No, honestly, I mean, I haven't seen Dark Sour Shape of Water, but just based on the trailers, they look impressive. So, yeah, no, the production design of Shape of Water was like it was kind of a period piece with mm-hmm. some sci-fi thrown in there, and it did a really good job. All right, I'm moving on. Cross it off. Uh, cinematography. Um, me and um, Tyler kind of talked about this one over some chicken nuggets and McDonald's for a bit. But uh, nominees are Roger Deakins for Blade Runner. Okay, I'm not going to say these names. Uh, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Mudbound, and The Shape of Water. There's one name I think you should say. Uh, Rachel Morrison. Rachel Morrison for first, Mudbound. Yeah, she's the first yeah. woman to ever be nominated for mm-hmm. cinematography, which is awesome. Yep. That's, that's great, but it shouldn't win. I haven't even seen it, but I know it just shouldn't be Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that movie's 
freaking gorgeous. Yeah. As I say, I've only seen three of these, and of that, I, I, I still think that Blade Runner should win that. You know, it's funny. You saw one movie, so you've seen a movie like in every category from that one yep. movie. It's ridiculous. I saw the movie that's in every category, <laughs> and it. I don't think it should be. I just hope they don't. I mean, I don't want to be like, all right. I'm going to try and not sound sexist, but hold on tight. You hope they don't pick her just because she's a woman. I hope I don't. I hope they don't pick her just because she's the first woman. I think it's awesome she was nominated. I'm sure it's well-deserved. I haven't seen it. I'm looking forward to watching it. It's on Netflix. Mudbound is? Yeah. Pretty sure it's a Netflix movie. That's dope. Um, I could be totally wrong on that, <laughs> but it's whatever. I'm wrong all the time, but I'm actually right. At least I think I'm right. But I, I, I just hope they pick quality over the politics of it. But I mean, the Oscars are completely political. So if it happens, I'll completely understand. I'll just be annoyed for the next two minutes. Uh, next category, costume design. Beauty and the Beast, Darkest Hour, Phantom Thread, Shape of Water, Victoria and Abdul. I just want to say, obviously, the movie about making clothes gets nominated for the clothes category. <laughs> I think Beauty and the Beast has a good chance at winning that one, right? I you think so. Hope. So this, this is one that I actually, I mean, that I agree with Shape of Water being nominated for because that was a practical costume uh-huh. and it like yeah it looked really good uh-huh. it's i mean the same reason that um suicide squad got nominated was because of killer croc that's it's for makeup oh yeah for makeup yeah but whereas this like same concept this wasn't makeup this this was a costume and so i could see um and it it was really good and not only that costume but the rest of it like as a period piece and period pieces always have a hot, like a good shot at best costume design. They can't just walk over to Walmart and buy t-shirts for everybody to, hey, wear this. Yeah, so there's always, yeah. every every strong period piece is usually in the the costume design category. Mm-hmm. So I can I could see Shape of Water for that. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, obviously that movie was gorgeous and the costume design was gorgeous, but I don't know, having not seen Phantom Thread, it better have really good costumes. If it's That's about costumes. it's about. <laughs> All right, next category. I'm skipping documentary and documentary short. Don't need to talk about that since nobody saw them. Uh, let's film editing. Uh, nominees are Baby Driver, Dunkirk, I, Tonya, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside of Eben, Missouri. I've seen Baby Driver and Dunkirk, and... Sure, yeah. I think I'd take Baby Driver over Dunkirk for editing because the cuts that they make in that movie are pretty nuts. And Baby Driver? Yeah. just It's kind of with Edgar Wright's filmmaking style. Yeah. You kind of have to have good editing. Yeah. So. Yeah, I definitely see your argument. At the same time, I feel like the editing was such a big part of Dunkirk. In the... Yeah. But... I feel like it's more of a story edit, though. Yeah, you're right. It's less it's of the technical edit, yeah. which Baby Driver did very well. Mm-hmm. I need to see Baby Driver before the Oscars, then. I just didn't think Baby Driver was going to be an Oscar movie. 
I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. Another one that I think this is pure speculation, but I mean, I Tanya is a sports figure skating movie. I heard it's a lot like the office in terms of like the way it it breaks fourth wall. Yeah. Yeah. So that could be a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a mockumentary. Yeah. Not a comedy. Uh, it is a comedy. Yeah. Comedy. Okay. But not like a hearty, hearty horror comedy. Like it's not like Baywatch tried to be. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get one more dig in there, Tyler. Like um, <laughs> it really doesn't hurt my feelings. <laughs> the The Big Sick was a comedy. Yeah, and it was amazing. Okay, next category. That one's quick. I like the quick ones. Makeup and hairstyling. None of us have seen any of these. Yeah. So, I think if you're going to only nominate three out of a possible five, that's ridiculous. I just think that's stupid. I think Wonder Woman should have been in there. Yeah. Wonder Woman should have been somewhere. Make right. just just nominate it. Yeah. I don't care what it's for. Just nominate it. I just don't get like, I've watched this video on YouTube about how the Oscars are nominated. And the, their process is so stupid and annoying. It's complicated. It's like, you got to simplify this. It's by Collider. Just go watch it. You can look it up. It's it's ridiculous. But, like, I don't... Only three. Three movies out of, like, 7,000 that came out this year had good makeup and good hairstyling. And this applies to kind of everything. I just... It's ridiculous. Anyway, next category... Ugh, I don't want to rant. Uh, best original score. Again, Wonder Woman probably could have been here. Uh, Dunkirk, Phantom Thread, The Shape of Water, Star Wars The Last Jedi, and Three Billboards. I haven't seen any of them, but Dunkirk and Star Wars. I watched like a little YouTube documentary thing that just some like fan guy made. He's talking about Hans Zimmer's Dunkirk score and he's explaining how it can it builds so much tension. Oh, it's so crazy how he made it work. And now whenever I watch that movie, I listen for it. I hope that wins so much. The Dunkirk score was good. It's not going to win, though. The one that everybody's talking about is, guess what, Shape of Water. Yeah. Was it good, Chris? Did you notice? It was fine. It, looked, <laughs> it looks like a movie that would have a good score, though. Yeah, it had a its score was fine but it didn't maybe this is a sign of a good score but like i didn't notice it so i mean i mean yeah <laughs> kind of like i guess like one one train of thought could be that a good score will i would it'll say play, that, it'll play on your emotion and it'll so it'll it'll help influence your emotion to along with where the movie's trying to go without you necessarily noticing it yeah but then the other hand of that is like you look at things like star wars and Indiana jones and I love those scores because they're memorable and you notice them. Avengers. I would say if you don't notice a score, it's a sign it's not a bad score. It doesn't True. mean it's good. True. Because I think you notice when one is good because you like leave and you're like, man, that movie was so good. And the music. Yeah, like, I I didn't feel that. Hmm. Of course, I walked out of Shape of Water thinking, <laughs> this is nominated for Best Picture? That's what I was that was what I was thinking. This is John Williams' 51st nomination for an Oscar. Wow. That's insane. Dude's I, an animal. I did like the Star Wars It's really good. score a lot. Boom. 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 
bum 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 I'll take up. My leave it in. <laughs> My one question about the Star Wars score is no is your answer. Yes, it is an original score. I know it's an original score, okay. but it's so heavily influenced by the previous themes that it's maybe a little less original. Does that make sense? It's yes, but also like, like Ray's Ray's theme is still Ray's theme. Like mm-hmm. yes, it's they're using the same themes. It it's more complicated than that because they rescore the entire thing, like they rewrite it. Yeah. They just use the same progression. Yeah. So it's like because with like just with the movie, if you took the Force Awakens Ray theme and you tried to fit it back into Last Jedi, it it wouldn't work. Okay. Yeah. You have to rearrange things. You you mix it with different themes, other plays. Maybe you make it darker. Maybe you make it and lighter. Like, and I I definitely I definitely get that. It's just. They're not starting from zero. Yeah. Whereas some of these other movies were starting more from zero. Mm-hmm. And also like original score, it's also saying like we didn't take a bunch of rock songs and just put yeah. it to the song. Yeah. So it's also a part of that. I do get what you're you're coming from though because even, even I, I think that. I'm like, but this is like the eighth Star Wars movie and he's been nominated every single time. So, but it's also really good. So I don't really have a problem with it. (laughs) Next category. Ooh, Oh shoot. I just ripped through my paper. All right. I wanted to talk about this really quick. We haven't seen any of these, but I think it's really cool. Uh, Kobe Bryant is a Oscar nominee for an animated short. The Black Mamba comes to the Oscars, <laughs> baby. I'm rooting for him. He's taking over. I want to watch it. I'm rooting for him. We should we should watch it. We should. I I want to see all of the shorts. Yeah. So I don't. <laughs> those are the ones I skip. <laughs> and the foreign films, I don't worry about those. I don't have that kind of time on my hands. I just want to mention that. Next category. Live action short, skip it. Uh sound editing. Do you know what sound editing is, Tyler? I'm going to quiz you. Sound editing is the sounds that they create. Like like, within the movie? Within the movie. So if you hear like a wow, that means they took like, this is going to be really embarrassing if I mix these up, but Logan will make fun of me later if I'm wrong since he's a sound guy. But uh, they take like a tire screeching and they play it really slow and they mix it with an elephant trunk noise and they blend it and then they auto-tune it and then that's the sound editing. Sound mixing is taking the gunshot and the dialogue and the music and making it flow flow and sound good so you can hear them talk but but also you can like get the emotional grab from the music but it's not overbearing so they can't hear them i'm looking at you interstellar (laughs) yeah that's like i have i love interstellar but the flaw of that movie is you can never hear what they're saying because it's so loud yeah but um while you were talking about sound editing jordan peele used his voice for two things in the movie a mind is a terrible thing to waste is that one of them the, is that the TV thing? Yeah, it's the yeah. TV guy. Yeah, that and then the dying deer. 
was him. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he did it in the video I watched, and it's actually really funny. I'll have to listen and see if I can. So hear it. sound editing, right? I mean, they used his voice to make a dying deer sound. Yeah. All right. Sound editing nominees were Baby Driver, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Dunkirk, The Shape of Water, and Star Wars: The Last Jedi. You have to give it to The Last Jedi. This is the best sound effects in movies ever. I don't care if it's the fiftieth. Ah, it's embarrassing. The fiftieth. The fiftieth. <laughs> Gosh dang Whoa. it! Whoa! Chill over there, Chief. I'm struggling. Fiftieth. The fiftieth Star Wars movie. The sound is always going to be better than everything else. I get. I definitely get where you're coming from with that, and the way that they cut the sound in the um, in the light speed jump. Beautiful. Most. <sighs> Oh. One of the most amazing things I saw in theaters this year. And maybe this is more in mixing, but man, Dunkirk. Like That would be just, I think that'd be mixing. Okay. Uh, let's just talk about sound mixing too, because the nominees are exactly the same. Yeah. I think that the way... With the quiet and the loud. Yeah, the way that Dunkirk used the ticking of that clock, the gunshots, um, the the sound of the plane engines and then can we spoil spoilers spoilers for Dunkirk yeah. the way that the plane engine shuts off at the end like all of that is so impactful mm-hmm. and like, I agree with you you don't even like you hear the plane engine throughout the entire movie pretty much and you don't even realize that you're hearing it mm-hmm. until they shut it off yeah and then you're like oh yeah <laughs> crap <laughs> yeah I, I want to root for 2049 and both of these so hard though and that's 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 just bias i mean straight up it's clearly a bias but it's okay to I, have I, one there i think star wars is gonna win editing and i think dunkirk is will win, win mixing? mixing yeah i do i can also see baby driver having a chance just because so much of it was music yeah and i feel like they kind of did a they had so much mixing going on that so I feel like yeah. it has a chance, but it was, I mean, I don't think it was as good as for like, a movie that was essentially about music and sound. Like it's, it's going to have a higher, mm-hmm. higher value in that, but good. I, I would root for Blade Runner as well, but I think Dunkirk's mm-hmm. got a good chance. I like knocking two out at once. It's kind of weird how they pair. I've never realized that. Mm-hmm. That's where uh, Transformers movies are always nominated in the sound editing. (laughs) How was my Autobot transformation noise? Perfect. Couldn't even tell we weren't watching the movie. Yes, I nailed it. I could tell. I knew I'm the greatest. All right, best visual effects. Uh, Blade Runner 2049. Guardians... Volume 2, Kong Skull Island, Star Wars The Last Jedi, and War for the Planet of the Apes. Now, to clarify, is visual effects post or is visual effects practical stuff that's in camera? It, it, it's both. Okay. Like, what do you mean? Like, like is it CGI or is it... it it's practical and okay. CGI effects. Okay. I think <laughs> I've only seen two of these sadly um but from what i've seen from previous movies i'd like to see war for the planet of the apes win this for andy circus um but i 
don't think it will. I would like to see Blade Runner win this for the scene with Joy and the prostitute. <laughs> that scene was crazy. Yeah, it, it was good. But you guys, you guys haven't seen War for the Planet of the Apes. That's, I, I yeah. think it should win. Oh, everything just, I've heard just, is that, that it looks so convincing. War for the Planet of the Apes. I've watched clips like, and I thought it was real. It's annoyingly real. Yeah, like that we've we've crossed some some barrier with that movie to where we can't tell the difference. You know how you watch a movie in the Uncanny Valley, you go, ah, man, darn it, just a little. This bit. This one, you see it and you go, how did they? Well, the big do that orangutan like, dude. I, it's the opposite of the Uncanny Valley. It makes no sense. I don't get how it looks so real. This is the only category where I'm going. Blade Runner does not deserve to win this. This is the this is I okay. War, the Planet of the Apes movies have not won yet. And when the first one came back, it doesn't look as good now. It still looks spectacular, and it didn't win. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes didn't win. If War for the Planet of the Apes doesn't win, I might go on a like a tirade or something. I'm going to be so mad. This These movies look incredible, and they deserve it. And they're all really good, which with most CGI heavy movies is not the case. So do you think that, that it may be like a return of the King situation? Yes. Where return of the King won best picture, but it was essentially giving best picture to the Lord of the Rings as a whole. Yeah. Gosh, I hope so. Cause like I've seen clips from war and you gotta watch it, man. I know. <laughs> it's I, good. I think I'm going to watch it this weekend. I can't decide if I want to rewatch the whole thing, like the whole trilogy. Or if I just want to watch War, because I've seen the other two, mm-hmm. but um, just seeing clips, I would say yes. It's it's nuts. Watch all three. It's it's so crazy. Yeah. It like the orangutan looks <laughs> real, and it's right in front of your face. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's like right up on the camera, and you can't you can't tell. I think it's awesome. I do agree with you, Chris. The the joy scene is is nuts it looks crazy oh, gosh dang it though freaking war for the planet of the apes man and i think that one of the so insane one of the things that's hard to separate is like that scene in blade runner that was like a visually stunning scene so it's going to draw your attention whereas war for the planet of the apes part of what's so amazing about it is that it it looks like reality. It doesn't look like something new and crazy the way the Blade Runner yeah. did. You're just you're just like, oh, they got real monkeys. Yeah, <laughs> they got real monkeys, and they just taught them to to speak. Yeah, I'm glad to see Kong on this list. Glad to see Jedi on this list. Still, don't really know how I feel about the movie, but I thought most of the effects in it were quite good. Um guardians i don't know about sometimes with star wars i feel like there's such a contrast between their practical effects and their cg and their, CG, and their cg effects that like when they go to canto bite and you're like hmm yeah yeah or like when most of the time whenever those little frog nuns were on screen they looked <laughs> they looked like they like they looked like they were cgi placed placed in a scene 
Whereas War for the Planet of the Apes, they didn't look like they were CGI. Apes together. Strong. Next category. <clears throat> Gosh dang it. Best adapted screenplay. Logan. 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 Oh. Logan. <laughs> that, that is the only one I've seen. It's the only man, one that you need to see. That would be so nice. Yep. Nominees are Call Me By Your Name, Disaster Artist, Logan, Molly's Game, and Mudbound. I was kind of sad. Oh, wait. Never mind. Not yet. Um, well, I am sad we haven't seen the Disaster Artist yet. But Me too. We still really need to see that. I'm so yeah. pumped to see that. Yeah, we should see that. Yeah. But only one to talk about here is Logan. First yeah. superhero movie nominated in a major category. It's nuts. It's dope. What was what was um Dark Knight was it supporting, actor. supporting actor? Yeah. Postmortem yeah. supporting. Yeah. yeah. Which helped. Yeah, I did. It sucks to say that, but it's true. The nomination was deserved. The win. The probably. win might have been a little influenced by yeah, his passing. The influence of his death, yeah. But And it sucks to say that cuz his performance was so good, but yeah. That's just the reality of the situation. Yeah. But we can all agree Logan hands down. I mean, we started a cheer for it. <laughs> yeah, we we can all agree. I mean, honestly, I could even I could probably argue up Logan into best picture nominations, but could have been there. Yeah. Could have been 10. Yep. All right, best original screenplay Big Sick, Get Out, Lady Bird, Shape of Water, Three Billboards. What I was going to say was I was sad to not see Wind River in here. Okay. Yeah. So, Eric, a guy I work with, listens to the podcast every week. He walked up to me today. What's up, Eric? And he goes, and I watched Wind River this like recently. He's like, is it nominated for any Oscars? And I was like, no. And he was like, like his face, yeah. <laughs> like his face when I said no was like, yeah, it's a shame. It looked like I stabbed him. Like he looked so <laughs> so betrayed by me when I said no. Yeah, Wind River was quality. He said it was amazing. Said it definitely should it's, have been nominated it's really, for something. It's really really good. I'm not I'm not going to argue against any of these though, except unless Chris says Shape of Water script wasn't good compared to Wind River. I think Wind River was better, but again, that's... I mean, I came out of Shape of Water thinking... I mean, that's fine, yeah. Like, I think had I seen Shape of Water before I saw the nominations, maybe I would have had a different thought. Mm. But I went into it. It had already been nominated for Best Picture. I go into it. I see it's got 13 nominations, and to me, it didn't hold up. Mm -hmm. Wind River, Wind River, (laughs) Wind River. We'll start a chant. I haven't seen it, but I want to watch it. It's, It's great. It's the best movie that uh, those two, uh, that actor and that actress were in. This, I think it's the best movie that they've they've been in together. I'd agree with that. And he's talking about Scarlet Witch and Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know who's in it. I've been circling the movie. I yeah. just haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I think it, I think it's better than like Civil War or the I Avengers just need a, Two. Need a, yeah. Need to buy that movie. You do, so I can watch it. Impromptu. Can I only Taylor wear Sheridan one? Marathon. I, I am happy to see the Big Sick nominated for something. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's exciting to yeah. see for you. And I, I understand. I am I have a 
a soft spot for the big sick mm-hmm. as someone who has been sick. Like I get that, but I also thought that it did a really good job of balancing drama and comedy in an effective way. Unlike some other movies. Downsizing. God, downsizing was so bad. <laughs> Guys, all three of us, our favorite movie of the year was nominated for Oscars. I just realized that. Lady Bird might have been my favorite and it got a few nominations. I think I think I like Lady Bird more. Mine was Coco and yours is Blade Runner. Um, I just want to say my favorite movie of the past two years has been snubbed from Best Picture because they did nine nominations instead of the full ten. What was last year's? Sing Street. The absolute best movie of the year that should have won Best Picture. Okay. <laughs> have you seen that yet? No. Luke, there's a movie that you didn't talk about today. Well, I haven't I haven't gone through oh, okay. all of them yet. I think I did all the ones on that page. Oh, I thought we were done. No, we have one one more category. I skipped this one because I didn't want to do all the super big ones right at the beginning. Right. Um, last one is best director. Uh, Dunkirk, Christopher Nolan. Uh, Get Out, Jordan Peele. Lady Bird, Greta Gerwig. Phantom Thread, Paul Thomas Anderson. The Shape of Water, Guillermo del Toro. How awesome is it that Jordan Peele's there? How unawesome is it that Patty Jenkins isn't? Yeah, that's garbage. That is absolute garbage. I will say, as much as I hate it on Shape of Water, I do think that it was directed well. It's it's pretty much a lock for the win for that one. Yeah. So, I would have liked, yeah, I would have liked to see Patty Jenkins in there. Um, Christopher Nolan. We already know he's a great director. Like. This is his first nomination. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's absurd. Mm-hmm. They should give it to him for his all of his movies now. Yeah. But um, it's had super awesome to see Jordan Peele on there with his first. Yeah, I think yeah. that's cool. And Greta Gerwig, it's her first movie ever too. Yeah. Um, a lot of the things I've heard was, I I know you really liked Lady Bird. I haven't seen it, so I'm not saying that. But just from what I've heard on like from like um, internet people is that they would have rather seen Patty Jenkins nominated than Greta Gerwig. It's because they thought her directing was better because not necessarily saying the movie was better, but like Wonder Woman had an uphill battle and Patty Jenkins had to really fight for what she wanted. Whereas Greta probably really didn't. And she kind of just directed it she she did great like it's deserved a nomination but it's just some of the things i've heard and well, I w- the expectations of doing a superhero yeah. movie too and then nailing yeah. it is another thing yeah and, I, I could completely understand that argument yeah and the least the, the less controversial one to take out that everybody's like take this one out and put patty jenkins in it's phantom thread man get it out of there the movie's fine this guy didn't add anything to it. Put Patty Jenkins in there. Kick him out. Movie is fine. Wonder Woman was great. And it was impactful to a lot of people. More yeah. than Mr. Clothes, man. Yeah. Really pisses me off. And I haven't seen it yet. Dude, it didn't where, make very much money. <laughs> where else would you have liked to have seen Wonder Woman nominated? I would have liked to see it in... Hair and makeup. Sure. Um, I would have said costume over hair and makeup. I, that's what I was going to say. Again, being a period piece, and then mm-hmm. also, I mean, the Wonder Woman costume was 
Maybe really good. The best superhero adaptation of a costume. I can't believe there was no superhero movie nominated for costume. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. And that's insane. Like Guardians, great costumes. Spider Man, great costumes. What else came out this year? I don't remember. Thor two. Thor three. Yeah, Thor three. What is great costumes? Logan. <laughs> Logan's costumes. Was that, I mean, that was the least? He well, wears he said, a life beater. He said superhero movies. That's true. Yeah. Um. I'm, and Caliban looked cool. Heck, Star Wars. Was that nominated for costumes? I don't remember. I already threw my paper behind me. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's see what else. I I could argue Wonder Woman into Best Picture. Because into the tenth slot. Because just of its impact on, let's say, like, women. A lot of people really liked being represented by a female superhero, and it was very impactful to them. And I'd say that's kind of what the Oscars is about. It's not about... It's about what's the best movie. And it's also about politics, let's be real. It is. I've already said that, but if you don't think the Oscars has politics in it, then... You're lying to yourself. You're sleeping. But what what else? Did you have something else you would put Wonder Woman in another category? I can't think. Um, oh, score. Yeah, score. Yeah. Visual effects. No, no. as much as I as much <laughs> as I liked Wonder Woman, I wouldn't give it visual effects. No, I wouldn't either. The third act, especially, the yeah. visual effects weren't very good. I thought that every time she used her lasso, it didn't look great. Oh yeah, but I liked the lasso. Yeah, that might be it for, for Wonder yeah. Woman. I mean, I, I, like it could be an adaptive screenplay. I think that most of the other nominations, yeah, are they're more, better. I'd more say, deserving. Yeah. Especially, I'm, I'm. Look, we got Logan in there, so I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very content. <laughs> I think, I think Logan's the best superhero movie we've had. Ow! In years. Uh, sorry. Well, Luke is dying. Ah, I kicked my shin really hard on the table. Ah, ah what were you saying? I just said you're dying. Oh, well, now I'm alive. Tyler also, gave me mouth to mouth. Yeah, Logan was the best superhero movie I've seen since pre... Probably since The Dark Knight. I would agree with that. Any other movies that you think should have been nominated for something that were not... Um, oh, I mentioned Wind River. Do you think that should have gotten anything other than original screenplay? I think he, uh, Sheridan could have been in the argument for best director, but I'm not going to argue it hard because yeah. the nominees are pretty are good. So we're good. Yeah. Um, trying to think of, the, I don't, I'm I trying, don't have anything. I'm trying to think of the more technical ones. Thought you threw those behind you, liar. Shh. I had, to, I had to walk across the room and get my paper. I th- Oh, I think that uh, they should have made up for last year and just denominated um, Drive It Like You Stole It for Best Song because they totally forgot about that last year. It's a song from Sing Street. I'm still, like, upset about that i still haven't gotten over it in case you haven't noticed but i i can't think of anything else what um 
if you had to remove one category, what would it be? And I'm going to ask the opposite right after. Mainly just because I, I thought about it. I think I would remove uh, best documentary short. Yeah. Just because it's a category I don't. It sounds crappy to say, but I don't care to watch a short documentary. I think it kind of beats the purpose of what a documentary mm-hmm. is. Um, but that's not to say that the people who put those together aren't talented. It's just not something I'm interested in. And I mean, I haven't even heard of any of these. There's a part of me that would like to remove best animated film. And just include them in... To let animated movies compete for best picture. Yeah, Well, they they can... But I don't think I think that part of why they rarely ever do is because they have their own category. Yeah, because like I think what was the last one? Was it Up? Was nominated for Best Picture? I think I might be wrong on that, but Beauty and the Beast was nominated, the animated. Um, so it's possible. It's just so rare, and I think it's you're right. It's because. Because it has its own because category. Because it's its own category. It's like, yeah. oh, that could be best picture. Ah, no, it's just, it'll just win best animated. Like Coco. If that won best picture, you would hear no argument from me. That movie was freaking amazing. Yeah. But it'll just win best I animated. I would cast my jelly bean. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think also with it, if it wins best picture, it means it has to win best animated. Yeah. It kind of ties their hands yeah. if they don't have it. So I think that's a good one, too. Um, Toy Story 3. Oh, it was? Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah, Beauty and the Beast was the first animated film nominated for Best Picture after okay. after the animated film category was introduced. Got it. What would you remove, Luke? I wouldn't remove them necessarily, but just from the show, just do like a quick little speed run of... <laughs> Best short, best animated short, best documentary short, best documentary, and best foreign film. Like, I mean, it sound it does sound bad to say, but nobody watched them. Right. And it's no, like it sucks to say that. Like I said, it like sucks, a lot but... of people watch the Oscars, a pretty much like a four-hour show to see the movies that they saw nominated or watch the host crack jokes and Mm. for interesting things to happen, like wrong movies being announced. (laughs) And when you have four or five categories that nobody's even heard of, and they're just like, Oh, I guess I'll just run to the grocery store for the next 30 minutes because I don't care about this. It just drags it on. So yeah, I would put those in a separate thing and actually get rid of like all five. (laughs) Okay. I'm harsh. All right. What, uh, if you could think of one, I guess you don't have to, but what category would you add? Can this I, is with removing the one, too. Can I ask what yours is before I say mine? Uh, yes, but I actually do have two. But I won't say my second one. Um, mine would be best stunt team and or best stunt choreography team. Because choreography with like is kind of the same thing as like... it can Choreography is with like kung fu or with like in The Greatest Showman with dancing. Both are very, very, very technical in what they have to accomplish. But, like, um, I can just think uh Here, I wrote them down, actually. I would have nominated, like, 
the stunt team of John Wick 2, Baby Driver. I would have probably given the win for driving all those cars. Um, Foreigner, Logan, Wonder Woman, Greatest Showman. All had great stunts and choreography, so that's what I would add. I would add best voice acting performance. I think that would be interesting. Hmm. Because we have animated feature. Yeah. You know, and you have best actor with best picture. I think best voice acting performance would be a cool category to add. Uh-huh. And it wasn't the category, like the category I thought I would want to add. Um, but like, as I thought about it, I yeah. was like, you know what? That'd be really cool. Now, yeah. I, people, a lot of people wouldn't care about it though. That's the problem. Yeah. I actually just thought of another one. So <laughs> I have two more. One that I think would be really awesome is best animal because there's always animals in movies, and they have to be trained. So you can, yeah. like, like, oh, like, this team that worked with this dog character. Yeah, that'd be cool. So, like, the the dog that was Marlene, Marlene me. That would have been insane. Yeah. What's your other one? Um, It'd be not necessarily, like, an Oscar nomination, um, like, you vote, but it would be kind of like the Lifetime Achievement Award. So, like, Jackie Chan got it last year. It's like, you've been working in Hollywood for 35 years doing all these stunts. We're giving you an Oscar just because you deserve it. So, I think it'd be cool to be like, here's the breakthrough artist. Artist. Breakthrough actor, actress, or director, or somebody who, like, just really stepped out on the stage. So, we're kind of looking for... Yeah. Like a a rookie of the year. Yeah. Jordan Peele. Daphne Keane. Yeah. Is people who people like of. that. Yeah. I was just giving an example. Yeah. yeah. So, like, somebody that is, like... So, like, um, Jordan Peele's first movie. So, that would work. Rocked it. Yeah. With Logan, it said introducing Daphne Keane. It was her first thing she'd ever done. So, I think, like, she's like, hey, check this girl out. She was really good, and I bet you none of you saw this movie, even though... <laughs> I think another qu- category that'd be cool, um, it would never fly... But a superhero category. Yeah. I mean, there's so many superhero movies that come out every year now. Why not? Best blockbuster, maybe? Maybe. That would work. Maybe expanded a bit. Yeah. Also, I think they should integrate the Razzies into the Oscars. <laughs> That'll never happen. The The actors and actresses just have to... That's not true. I Everybody think- who worked on those movies just has to accept that they made a piece of garbage <laughs> and just move on. It's like, yeah, you know what? We messed up. We got paid. We tried to make something that we thought would work and it didn't. Thanks for seeing it. Sorry, we're going to try harder next time. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Superhero movies would be, or blockbuster, I guess, would yeah. make more sense, but. I mean, there's just so many of them now. Why? Why not? There's going to be nine. Exactly. In 2018. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's I how can, many best pictures there were. That's its own category. I would like a little more granularity in uh, visuals. So I would like a distinct category for practical effects. And then CG. Yeah. Effects. Which is that part of what production design is? Um. No, yeah, maybe. I don't know, because production design is like the set. The sets okay. that you build. So right. like Minas Tirith was yeah. built, so it it won that. Yeah. So, because so, I, I look at things like 
I mean, this is going back a few years, but the um, the robot in Interstellar. Yeah. That's Tars. A, that's a practical effect, and that's amazing. Yeah. Um, BB-8. Yeah. So I would I would like to see, um, because yeah, there's in in visual effects, the things like the War for the Planet of the Apes that is also amazing, but they're amazing in different ways, and I think that they should be yeah. separate. I wonder if they do something like that more, maybe like the Saturn Awards, which is like the sci-fi and yeah. award kind of yeah. designation of the Academy. It just gets no recognition. Yeah. All the all the side ones nobody really talks about, but that'd be really cool. And that would be really cool when you could like actually see the difference. It's like, look at what these people can do. Yeah, and I think that it would bring <laughs> it would bring a little more um understanding of and appreciation of those types of things. Like practical effects are so important. And it's why if if you watch a movie from the early 2000s that still looks good, it's because of practical effects. Mm-hmm. And that's something that like uh, Christopher Nolan uses practical effects in so many of his movies in crazy ways, like in um, Inception. He uses practical effects for the scene where uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is floating through the hallway. Yeah. That's all done practically by... Taking, by building a hallway vertically and filming, pointing like put, pointing the camera down on Joseph Gordon-Levitt, so that he can be in that sideways hallway and float through it. And so I just I think that's that, a good idea. I like that category. Yeah, I think that that there should be a little more acknowledgement for that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's that's all the <gasps> nominees and nominations. Gosh, that was a lot. Did we get any Twitter questions? Know what that means. I get to play my favorite song. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. So we had uh, two quick questions um, for from Twitter this week. At Blake by every week, man, he's hitting us with some <laughs> good questions and I like it. Okay. So I'm going to change his question because of time, but his question was picture this. You are captain for a dodgeball team and you have to pick superheroes or villains from Marvel. Who would you pick for your dodgeball team? You have 10 players and go. I would not have 10 players. So let's just say three for time's sake. Dibs on the girl from days of future past who makes the portals. Okay. Very important question. <laughs> If a dodgeball goes through a character, are they out? Oh, you're taking Shadowcat, aren't you? I'm taking Vision. Okay, well, then I take Shadowcat. I'm taking Martian Manhunter. It's Marvel. Oh, it's only Marvel? Ah, loser. Uh. Quicksilver, <laughs> got my three. What's up? Uh. <laughs> uh, so I- Spider-Man for his spidey sense? Can Captain America block him with his shield? Probably not. That's probably an unfair advantage. I'm taking uh Miles. I'm taking I'm taking Miles. I'm taking Blink. Is that her name? Who? Who's Blink? She's Who's for, Blink? She's in the gifted. But I want Blink when she can control her power. She's an X Men. What she, does she do? 
she doesn't she can move portals but she's not the x-men you're you're naming oh, okay um so she kind of has a similar power but it's a little more unstable oh then i'll just take nightcrawler yeah he'd be good and i would take part of me wants to say daredevil <laughs> just because that dude dodges <laughs> everything but <laughs> sorry it's blink and days of future past it is blink and days of future already past? called her baby okay so i'm down to miles <laughs> I mean, there's uh shoot, what's his name? Basically the same guy as Nightcrawler in X-Men First Class. Azazel? Yeah, Azazel. You could take Doctor Strange. He can make portals. Yeah. I'd rather have Baron Mordo. Who? Mordo. What's his name? Is it Baron Mordo? Yeah, Baron Mordo. G- Iwodafor's character. Oh, gotcha. Baron Mordo. Yeah, that's it. I (sighs) want him. I'll take Uh, him and Miles and then give me... Dr. Doom. No. Um, Okay, he's on my reserve bench then. I'm going to come in and wipe everybody. Then Wolverine. So he (laughs) could just be like... I I caught it. Can I put Sue Storm on my reserve bench? Sure. Yep. Wolverine, Miles, and uh, Deadpool on your bitch, <laughs> so we can just crack jokes. Yes. Yep. Wolverine, Miles, and Baron Mordo. That's my team. Blink, Shadowcat, and Quicksilver. Ooh. Ant Man wouldn't be wouldn't be bad. Mm. <laughs> he could just go hide in the corner. It'd be super hard to hit, but then he could like get big when he throws it. He wouldn't have to. Yeah, it's true. He could just be like the balls like on the ground and he's like, Where where is he at? And he just goes <laughs> throws it. That'd be a good one. I like it. Quicksilver could just dodge him because he's so fast. Shadow Cat could just let it go through her. Yeah, same with vision. Yep. And uh Nightcrawler could just teleport around. <laughs> Me and you had the same idea with Blink. She just makes a portal and it goes right back at him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so our next thing was from Eric Exum. It was more directed towards Luke. Not a question, but I think Luke would appreciate that. I watched Sicario oh, yeah. and Hulu recently. Great movie. Looking forward to Soldado in June. Yep. Um, I saw that. Having recently seen Sicario, good choice. I, I just want to say thank you to the people who watch like things we suggest. Yeah. And, you know, and let us know what they and, thought. I think it's cool. Even if you us. hate it. This is my favorite part of the show is the Twitter with Tyler. So thank you guys for tweeting at Tyler. Yeah. It's cool to interact with you guys. My least favorite part of the show is when we end and we haven't yet. Thank goodness. Um, I think Eric said one time he'd watch sing street. So shout out to Eric for also seeing sing street and Movie recommendation, watch freaking Sing Street. <laughs> it's on Netflix. It's amazing. We should, we should start doing like a like a recommendation, like one episode per month, like where we have like a little section where we recommend a movie or something that month. Mine is Sing Street. What, we, can, we, can, we can talk about Really? A, we can talk about a movie that's already out and we can recommend it in advance so that our listeners can listen to it and tweet stuff about it at us. And then we can have an episode where we talk about that movie. Yeah, we can do that. That'd be dope. I I'm down. We could all make a recommendation like each or come together and make one. I think 
Come together. Come together, make one. Yeah. Come together right now over me. Is this our sign-off this week? No. Um, you have to answer my question from last week, Tyler. so hard to see. Oh, frick. Actually, my mom's question. She's been literally texting me every day. When is Tyler going to answer my question? Could you remind me of the question? Can rats have hope? It's so funny because I type in can on my phone and it's the first thing that pops up. Those microphones are listening, man. It's creepy. Or it's Snowden. So there is a guy who did some research on this. And yes is the answer. Um, Depending on circumstance, whether they were saved or not. Yeah. Did you read it was the guy putting them in water? Dr. Richter. I don't know his name. But for context for Chris, uh, this guy was taking rats and he was putting them in water and they'd swim around and for about 15 minutes and they just quit. They're like, I'm drowning, I'm dead. And this guy would take them out. And they'd be like, oh, well, it's still alive. Then later, he'd put them back in. And they, I think it said they swam for 60 hours waiting for somebody to grab them. Yep, 15 minutes to 60 hours. It would survive 240 times longer if it was saved. If it wasn't saved, it would just give up and die. Well, he wouldn't let it die, but it would just give yeah. up and die. That's just, that's insane. My mom is a psychologist. I was a psychology major. And Tyler's a psychology major, so she wanted <clears throat> to yeah. ask that. So, so that yeah, is, they can. That is brutal. That's crazy. Man. Well, I'm waiting for the sequel to Flowers for Algernon. We say we say brutal, but... That is a great book. We say it's brutal, but at least he wasn't just letting them drown. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or was he? Well, we don't know. How did he retest the rats that weren't saved? Just held them under the water. Or was he just saying <laughs> after they drowned, after they right, he, gave up and drowned once, then they he would do it again. Like, and he then saved they, them. Then they tried harder the next time. So yeah. there, there weren't any rats that he just like let drown and then tried to grab them again. <laughs> Die. He would he would put two in, and then he'd only save one. And then he'd put two in and save two. And then he'd put two in. He'd only save one. So he'd. The, the rats getting saved would also see a rat just just die. It's like, oh my gosh. No, I actually don't know that. That's All not right, part of the this research. Is, uh, this is getting dark. <laughs> so uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter <laughs> at WhatTheFanboy. Yep. Follow me on Twitter at TheBoyWanda. T-H-E underscore B-O-I underscore W-U-N-D-A. I am a robot. <laughs> You can follow me on Twitter at Tyler underscore 19 underscore Davis. Um, I will be there. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Follow us on Google Play. And SoundCloud. And SoundCloud. YouTube. Find us on Ooh, Instagram. Tube. Yeah. Find us on Instagram. Yep. Um, send us your Oscar winner predictions, Oscar nominee thoughts. Send me some memes. Some snubs. Yeah, who you think got snubbed. Tweet at us. Yeah, send us questions at any time. We we will get to them. About anything. Also, if you have like longer questions or comments, feel free to email us. Yeah. That is whatthefanboy at gmail.com. 
Mm-hmm. If you have a suggestion for a segment, shoot us an email. We'll talk it over and see yep. if it's something we want to do. If your idea sucks, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you can cut that. Or you can leave it. I'll it leave not, it. It was not ill-intentioned at all. Because I'm pretty sure we've all at some point pitched a terrible idea. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've had a bad comment or something I've said on this show every week. <laughs> Is this a show? Are we a show? Yes. This is the greatest show. All right. We're signing off. (laughs) See you later. Goodbye. Did you say yeah, boy, or goodbye? I said yeah, boy. boy. Hi, Julie. You mentioned that you were a psychologist. This is the greatest show. <laughs> it's everything you ever want. It's everything you ever need. Guys, I need to go home and do homework really. It's right bad. in front of you.